he's on. 48 metres out, it's not there. It's touched off the boot, no mark off hands, goal. Brisbane have kicked the goal. Danaher's got it. Hello and welcome to Little Birdie Sports Show for a Monday first look. I'm your host, Nikki Sylvester. Joining me today is MG for all things AFL Finals Week 1. And we've also got Top Rope to end out the NRL home and away season. First Look is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped for the very best in men's grooming. MG, how was your weekend? Nothing better than footy finals for you? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yep. Uh, yes, had a very good weekend, enjoyed it. Um, some, yeah, probably, I don't know, living memory, it was one of the better final uh, first weeks of the finals we've seen so no doubt um all unbelievable games for different reasons and uh we'll unpack it in a little bit but yeah it's uh, I, I think we've taken each other and i said to you the same thing it has been a long time since i can remember a final series that good for the first week one which um you know the afl will be absolutely pumped with um which was great it was great and then all we we went straight into some amazing nrl games um top rope talk me through how you found the last week of the nrl yeah, it was great. Oh, good to know the AFL finals have started. Hadn't heard much about it up here, but uh, good to see they've kicked off. But uh, no, it was a, a cracking week. The uh, big story last week was the uh, opening of the reopening of Allianz Stadium, full house, roosters and uh, roosters and bunnies. What a way to kick it off! Pretty fierce encounter there. Uh, we had the top four uh, playoff essentially on Thursday night. The Eels against the Undermanned Storm. Uh, saw a couple of. Uh, field goals to, to, to win some games and the uh, uh, regular season finished off with perhaps like our Oval's final game, the Tigers embarrassed themselves one last time. So, uh, yeah, good final week, but we're, uh, we're ready for the real deal now. We've got some absolute belters in terms of the matchups. The, the footy gods have certainly smiled upon the NRL this week with some absolutely cracking first-round matchups. Oh, I totally agree with you. Can I also ask, uh, I'll tell you what was cracking, uh, the first holding one for the Lib series with Matthew Wolf. I was watching that in the crowd roar and I thought, oh, top row, we'll be loving this right now. Oh, it is absolutely wild, this, this Lib stuff. It is, it is it just watching it is insane. Matthew Wolf was exactly the kind of guy you want to be hitting the first ace. He went ballistic. There were chest bumps. There were, he, he lost the pot and then... To cap it off, all of a sudden they're allowed to wear shorts playing. So, all the, yeah, the calves are on show. We get yeah, big finish to it today. I'll tell you what, the PGA Tour have, have kind of made it their strategy to kind of say, well, this is Mickey Mouse, doesn't mean anything. It seemed to mean a hell of a lot when there was a three-man playoff and Dustin Johnson, a multiple major winner, is bidding from 40 feet. Like they could not have got a better finish. Vince McMahon couldn't have scripted one if it was the WWE, so... Uh, hell of a hell of a an event to live Boston the fourth on there I can't it was good how did Cam Smith go first up he looked like he uh, missed a few fairways along the way some of the highlights I saw he had some uh, interesting recovery shots going on but uh, he just missed out by one shot going into the playoffs yeah Cam Smith always misses a few fairways which is probably uh, the, the biggest flaw in his game but some of his recovery work was, was, was outstanding uh, was one off the lead I think after the first round and looked prone to walk to pounce had a shocker relative to the field in the second round, absolutely flew home today, missed by a shot, but uh, good final round, good uh, good first out in the living, you'd think uh, the, the current world number two will have uh, a few wins to his name uh, over the last uh, four events for Live for 2022. Nikki, Grand Prix. Yep. Back to back weeks we had in the Grand Prix and uh, Verstappen in his home country has done it again, yep, four yep. in a row. Yeah, that's it, four in a row. So um, Max won and then... Um, 
Look, I, I thought it was a, a really, really, really good race. Um, obviously, Lewis Hamilton at one point looked like he could have won. Um, and obviously, you heard some explicits over the radio when he didn't win. Um, but it was a really good race. Uh, he has just obviously, that's it. He's now the driver's champs uh, for Stappens. And um, look, good finish for George Russell as well. Like, I keep ramming this time, but he's going to have such a good series next year. So, um, yeah, yeah. what do we got? Um, the Italian Grand Prix next week. So stay tuned, the Italians. Three in a row, rolling them out your home country, the Italian <laughs> Grand Prix. So not flying over there for a day, not making the trip. What are you talking about? We're all going to go to the races on Saturday. Oh, what what oh, better time right. to be in Australia than footy finals for both codes, please? That's true. You're hosting the great man Top Rope, flying down his jet to come and visit you for a couple of days. <laughs> He's strapping everybody. Next Monday's show might be interesting. <laughs> oh, and then the Monday after could be more interesting as well. But look, we've got a couple of insane weeks. And um, and what, what else we've got kicking off on uh, Friday is the NFL. We've got that kicking off. So that is amazing. First game at Sophie Stadium. Buffalo's taking on the LA Rams. 10 20 a.m. on Friday, top rope. You're going to have some good packages for us with Jerry. Yeah, we'll uh, we've got the uh, the new the new show, new host. I mean, we'll uh, have the uh, weekly NFL package. We'll do our best uh, to find a few winners there. Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time looking at the opening game yet, but uh, uh, it'll be an absolute cracker. But um, I've got the Bills as my clear top top rater in the. Uh, NFL, I've got them with the best record. I've got them actually in 14 games this year, in 14 and 3. So, as a three season bet, I'll be kind of looking to, to push them. I know they're probably very much a public pick, but uh, yeah, they're kind of really, really well in my ratings. For a team that went so well last year, I kind of had a lot of metrics that suggest they should have gone better. So, um, yeah, certainly count them. And, and yeah, the defending champs, the Rams, yeah, they're an old team that. I think we're pretty well poised and 240 to win that division. I think they're probably better than my 49ers this year again. So um, probably a little bit of value there. MG, what do you uh, what do you like and what do you think about these two teams? Maybe not for necessarily this week, but from a season-long perspective. Yeah, I think it's uh, – I was on Buffalo. I've gone a year early, top rope, as you know. I was uh, <laughs> very keen on them last year and, yeah, just didn't get the job done. So that was a bit disappointing. But, yeah, this year they've uh, – I think the only doubt with the Bills is they're obviously priced in, um, as Top Rope alluded to, they're probably the popular pick with the public. So I don't think they're any great shakes in terms of the uh, the Super Bowl price. The thing that just does concern me a bit, they've got a pretty tough draw, I'd say. They're playing the better sides around them in the first eight weeks. So um, I just mentioned Top Rope's obviously got them going well at 14 wins. But, yeah, I just a uh, little concern there. But other than that, it's a typical Super Bowl lineup that's wide open behind it and... Uh, it's going to be an awesome season because there's there's some stacked teams in the comp, isn't it? Oh, absolutely! It's it's a real top heavy, bottom heavy, um, bottom heavy lot this year, and you know it's yeah, it's kind of looking a little like the NBA in terms of how it's kind of stacking up. In terms, of probably not that many teams that win it. Yeah, if I always have some surprises, it's not as yeah, we're not, we're not the Premier League or anything like that, but. But the, the, the strong got stronger and, and I'm not really seeing a lot of, you know, really weak teams kind of jumping up out of the pack. You know, I think, you know, going through, I think the culture of the team that will, will improve. I think they've got, I think Baltimore can overcome some injuries. What about, you know, if you were to give me one team who was kind of, yeah, just inside the playoff or just outside last year, jump up and one who was kind of a bottom feed last year to, to kind of make, make that leap forward, who have you got? Um, well, probably an improver for mine is maybe Miami. Um, 
just the quarterback's always going to be concerned, but geez, they've got some Arsenal build around him, so um, haven't really gone into their their drawers yet. But yeah, I, I thought the way obviously Baltimore started their preseason again, I think they're they're going to be probably a team towards the top end that uh, that that might push hard to uh, the better teams like KC and Buffalo. I like, like that. All right, there's a little bit of. NFL banter for the boys, so make sure you stay tuned for third and long. It's all I've got this year because uh, <laughs> top ropes kicked me off the show. So, uh, <laughs> Making yeah. way for the new for the new big boys. Yeah, the but... new breed. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it'd be a good lineup. Look forward to it. Uh, it starts this week, the the show, so make sure everybody tunes in because last year we had a lot of fun. Uh, we tipped our fair share of winners as well, so Jerry and Top yep. Rope will be back with their packages. And, uh, yeah, if you want to improve your bank balance and uh, watch the NFL, there's not much better, not many better sports around, in my opinion. Of course not. But I tell you what, one sport is up your alley. It's the US Open with the tennis. So we're halfway through. Talk me through it. Yes, we've got, uh, yeah, well, actually a big match going on right now, yep. especially for OB and myself. We've got uh, Medvedev, who's the <laughs> clear favourite in the men's, playing Kyrgios, and they're in a uh, massive first set tiebreak at the yeah. moment. So I think it's about uh, 12, 11 or something right now. So that'll be a big outcome. I need Kyrgios beat because I don't want OB jumping around Thursday or Friday <laughs> show as well. So, yeah, not too much has happened. Nikki, your boy Berentini obviously got through. So yeah. um, at the top end, there's been no real uh, no real shocks in, in the men's mm-hmm. and pretty much in the females haven't lost too much either. So uh, Medvedev's around the 285 mark still to win it and uh, Shwia Tech's the dominant favourite to start with. She's around the 285 price as well. So, yeah, going to the second week now, it's going to be uh, some good matches going forward. So, uh, yeah, follow the US Open. Yeah, sounds like there's going to be some amazing finals on um, on display there. So all odds at topsport.com.au. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with AFL. Welcome back to First Look. We're going to uh, go through the AFL round one first week for the finals. MG, what a week it was. Okay, here we go. Brisbane, they beat Richmond 106 to 104. Sydney beat Melbourne 91 to 69. Geelong beat Collingwood 78 to 72. And Fremantle, they beat the Bulldogs 73 to 60. Yeah, unbelievable week as we uh, stayed at the mm-hmm. top. Top of the show for the finals. What a way to start off. We had some, uh, we thought they were very good matchups going in. Yeah. Um, on the uh, on the Thursday show that uh, you know we kind of well flip flop on the Richmond uh, Brisbane one but really like the over total there so we'll talk about that in a bit but yeah that was very free flowing game I think there was seventeen lead changes in that game so uh, for excitement impact in front of a packed Gabba crowd uh, what a finish and for the home team to get up and continue on that was uh, an awesome uh, awesome game to mm-hmm. watch and also from a betting point of view pretty successful as oh, well. Yeah. Um, the Friday night game was was my pick of the week um, in terms of uh, viewing. We thought Melbourne were a little uh, a little suspect, and I was really keen on the Swans mm. and uh, at the plus, and they won outright there, as you can see by twenty two points. Yeah, really enjoyed that game, and that was probably uh, I, I think it was probably the match of the season so far. Just the the constant pressure for yeah. all four quarters and it's, the second half was as good a good a game as you'd want to see in terms yeah. of pressure and uh, yeah Melbourne at home at the MCG just couldn't stand up for the physicality and the constant pressure by the Swans they got the job done and yeah now the ticket looks pretty good if you'd followed us uh, I don't know we've probably six or eight weeks now have been uh, been pretty strong on the Swans and thought they were the value pick and now now even though Geelong did beat Collingwood. I just think Sydney are now should be the favourites. I understand why they're not, just because of uh, the way the bookies set up with the amount of multis mm-hmm. and stuff they would have had through Melbourne and Geelong. But yeah, just from a pure betting point, Sydney at home get the weaker side now with the winner out of yep. Collingwood and Fremont going up there. 
Sydney have only got to come home now. Uh, sorry, if they get through that, they've just got to come to the MCG. And clearly stated last week that they now have won eight out of nine at the MCG, so they hold zero fears coming in. Yep. And if they come up against maybe either a Geelong or a Melbourne, uh, you know, they'll back themselves right in, I think, in the grand final. So really keen on Sydney. Uh, we'll follow those all the way through. The uh, Saturday afternoon game, again, 91,000 people there. Geelong, Collingwood, unbelievable. Again, Collingwood just keep finding themselves in close games. I know they got on the wrong end of this one. Um, they were well back, Collingwood. Um, no, sorry, actually, they weren't well back in that game. The, the line uh, all went Geelong's way. And uh, we went out at the start of the week, plus 17 and a half. Couldn't believe the betting. Actually closed 20 and 21. So had to double dip there later on in the in the game. So that was never in doubt. So pretty positive betting experience there and to watch it. And yeah, Collingwood were a little stiff, but uh, geez, the longest knuckled down and got mm-hmm. the job done. So uh, yeah, big win for them. They get the week off and now Collingwood have got to play host Fremantle at the G. And the fourth game, we kind of earmarked that as probably being the lesser of the, the four finals. It, it kind of tuned out, uh, worked out that way. Sorry. Uh, weather didn't help a bit. It was a bit, uh, bit wet over there. Um, but yeah, the, it was a crazy game. The Bulldogs kicked the first six goals of the game and missed some absolute shockers on top of that as well. And really, they should have been eight, nine, maybe even 10 goals in front, mm-hmm. especially when you watch a replay and you just wonder how, how they lost that game. Oh, it's insane. Um, the last three quarters, they were borderline disgraceful really for a season on the line uh they'll be they'll be shattered with that bulldogs it's gonna be a long off season for them going forward for next year so yeah when you come back for 2023 that that might scar them that loss for a while actually you know when teams are normally in those positions to continue on and basically just threw it away on Fremantle's side the home crowd got behind them um bulldogs let them back in the game and then they just steamrolled them in the second half so yeah i don't uh uh, you know, going into, we'll discuss it, obviously, going forward, but I think Collingwood should should advance against Freo. I don't think they're up to yep. it in terms of um, going forward. So, yeah, that was, um, yeah, an interesting game. But, again, packed house over in Perth. Yep. Look, looks sensational oh, as well. That stadium looks unbelievable. Hopefully one day we'll get over there for a game. But, yeah, four games. It was uh, a sensational week for the AFL, and they'll be very excited going forward with five games left. They can only dream that they can replicate those going forward. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's just have a quick look at the bookie, Raph. Sorry. We have two of four faves, one of four covers, two of four over totals, and three and four for the home team. So for the season, that takes it to 71% of faves, 51% of covers, 55% of over totals, and 60% of home teams. It is a good week for bookies again, and also for the um, outsiders, if you'd follow those mm-hmm. through. So we're pretty strong in the overall for the week on the outsiders. And the only one that actually skewed those figures was the Bulldogs well back from 13 when we tipped them at plus 13 and a half, 301 by 13. So really key if you got on early there yep. because they closed uh, Freo Mantle minus nine, minus 10, which gives it the one cover. So yeah, early shopping got the chocolates. Early shopping got the chocolates as always, MG. You're always all over it on a Monday. Okay, now let's have a quick look at the stings for the finals week one. Finals week one, four of five. I'm telling you, you were on fire. You had 11 units bet and that resulted in plus 4.28 units. And for the season, you had 264 units bet. You're at 32 plus 32 units and that is a return of 12.24%. MG, what yeah, a pretty week. good week there, Nikki. Uh, unfortunately, just missed out on the last total. You were uh, you were up and about, thinking we could chance to get the five and zero. Uh, <sighs> as just quickly going through them, the Brisbane one was never in doubt. Uh, bit of top rope like this game with a bit of Ric Flair going over the two hundred as well. So two hundred and ten points. It was never in doubt. One of the 
better games for kicking displays you mm -hmm. will see. Both teams were unbelievable at night, and it, uh, yeah, it was, didn't represent a true t a true final there with 210 points. Uh, Sydney got the job done against Melbourne. Never in doubt there at the plus. Uh, Collingwood uh, was game that uh, was close all game. We got that easily. The Bulldogs, as we said, if you shopped early and listened to the show on the Monday, you get the 13 and a half and get the chocolates. Unfortunately, if you bet late in that, you would have lost that one. And the total... A bet late in this game because the weather cleared. Uh, we got our chips in at the right price. The total closed 154, 155. So we got a goal of the best of it. Unfortunately, that uh, dish, yeah, the Bulldogs didn't contribute to the scoreboard in the last three quarters, as you said, and uh, missed out on that one. Unfortunately, you can't win them all, but four out of five, not a bad week. And uh, now I've only got five games left over three weeks. So we're going to have to have to go the uh, shooting straight to get a result over the next three weeks. <laughs> oh, mate, you are the goat, I'm telling you. Okay, let's have a quick look at the semi finals uh, for the week two of the AFL. All right, so we've got Melbourne taking on Brisbane Friday night at the MCG, 7.50 p.m. Melbourne, $1.37. Brisbane, $3.15. And the line is 18 and a half at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah, good matchup. Obviously, uh, be a big crowd. Brisbane do have a lot of uh, Victorian supporters yeah. down here and they will travel. So uh, with the, uh, the weather, hopefully will clear for this game. It's a bit uh, iffy on the Friday at this stage. But yeah, I expect a crowd of north of maybe 75,000, 80,000. I think the AFL will be up early uh, without going too much depth. And obviously, there are some injury concerns, especially on the Melbourne front yeah. uh, with Petrarca and Spargo's uh, cop the knock as well. So Petrarca is going to be an interesting one because he's one of the key three or four players for Melbourne. And what I did notice from the game on Sydney is their best players are, are carrying the Melbourne side. And if Petrarca is not at a percentage high enough or doesn't play, uh, Brisbane will be a good bet for me here. I know they can't play at the MCG. And I also know, which we'll discuss, that Melbourne absolutely smashed Brisbane in the two times mm -hmm. this year. But I just think if they lose one of their, their pillars in their side, the money will come for uh, Brisbane. On the Saturday night, the Collingwood-Fremantle game, uh, we'll discuss in more. Yep. I just think Collingwood at minus 11, minus 12 are just going to be a good bet at the MCG. Again, they lose one of their keys. Taylor Adams is out for the year with a groin injury, which he's redone. I just don't think Fremantle are up to it. At the MCG, big crowd. They'll hold no fears. Um, Collingwood, and they'll get the job done, I think. Yeah, I think Collingwood at the $1.50 is a pretty good price. We were talking about it yesterday when they went up, and we thought, oh, maybe there should have been a dollar thirty given for EO. So, um, yep, I'm sure we'll go through that on Thursday with OB. But, yep, interesting to see how those lines move over the week. All right, let's have a quick look at the Premiership market update. All right, Geelong, $2.50, Swans, $3.30, Melbourne, $4.60, Collingwood, $9.00. Creo 15 and the Brisbane Lions 21. I think we got our chips in at the right price. 12 bucks you tipped them at. Look I at think, that. Uh, Geelong, uh, short enough with the, uh, they're going to get the tougher final now yep. with uh, Melbourne and Brisbane going through on their side. So I don't think they're any great shakes, but I understand why they're still $2.50 and the bookies are locked in with them. Uh, Brisbane, a bit late in the game to be tipping them now. We've, we've kind of been tipping them for a while now from $11 in and even last week they were $7. So can't really tip them. Melbourne is starting to get out. I think they'll, they'll just drift. Yeah, I, I think if I'm going to pick one, probably just going to go, I think Brisbane, maybe the value at $21. I know it's going to be hard to come to Melbourne three times in a row and I wouldn't be shying away from Collingwood and I wouldn't be touching Freo. Okay, thanks, MG. All right, let's have a quick look at the Brownlow because your Brownlow package went out over the weekend. So here we go. Lockie Neal, 330. Clayton Oliver, 370. Patrick Cripps, 550. Rachel, 7. We've got Petrarca at 8 and Took Miller at $8. Yeah, still a six chance. There's nothing much has yep. obviously really changed. I just think, uh, I think, Neil and Oliver will, will shape up equal favourites coming to the thing. I still think Oliver is the man at this stage. 
Thanks, MG. Okay, now punters, he, he's got a great Brownlow package. He's $99. You can get that in the Little Birdie Live TV shop. Sign up, $99, Brownlow week on the 19th of September. Also, he has had an incredible first round for the AFL finals, four out of five. My God, you are on fire. AFL Stings, you can get that from only $22 a week in the Little Birdie TV shop. AFL Stings, $22 a week. Sign up for both. He's on fire. We're going to take a quick break and, and we'll be back with Top Rope. Welcome back to First Look, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a booker you can trust, bet with Topsport. All right, let's have a quick look at the last round for the home and away season in the NRL. Parramatta, they beat the Melbourne Storm 22 to 14. The Bulldogs beat Manly 21 to 20. The Roosters, they beat South 26 to 16. Gold Coast beat the Warriors 27 to 26. St George beat Brisbane 22 to 12. North Queensland beat Penrith 38 to 8. Cronulla beat the Newcastle Knights 38 to 16. And Canberra yesterday, they beat the West Tigers 56 to 10. Top rope. Yeah, wild weekend. So uh, to finish off, we uh, we saw the Eels kind of solidify their premiership credentials with uh, when they were off the map once uh, Jerome Hughes was ruled out for the Storm. They uh, started outside and uh, ended up finishing three-and-a-half-point favourites. So uh, heavily back there, and the opponents got the cash there. It led, uh, I think, 22-0 at one stage or close to, and uh, won 22-14. Chance late for the storm, but Cameron Munster had a forgettable night, missed the conversion next to the post. So, uh, good for him. Thought he was playing AFL, he missed uh, such an easy shot. That's uh, very ordinary there. Uh, we saw um, uh, a few meaningless games, and that was kicked off by the uh, Bulldogs beating the homophobes 21 to 20. Uh, overcame a 16 0 deficit. Uh, good finish to the season for the Bulldogs, much. But I was certainly a team on the up over the second half of the year, mainly very much a team in the opposite direction. So a good result. Mainly have already indicated that uh, mass changes are coming to that club. So we'll see what's happening to the roster. A coach sacking? Uh, it looks like a coach force. Uh, yeah, it, uh, um, the new CEO with the backing the owner has uh, indicated that all the assistant coaches who Des has hired and prided himself on taking from club to club, uh, will be sacked and uh, Des will be given the option to uh, uh, stay with uh, club appointed assistants or uh, walk 12 months earlier. And I think they definitely want him to walk. So uh, we'll say Des uh, very tight with the dollar, so I'm not sure he's going to walk without uh, full payout, but we'll, we'll soon see. Uh, also talk Gary Sheridan's might be shown the door as well. So uh, pl- plenty of divides, plenty of divides in that club. So, um, yeah, look, couldn't happen to a nice club. Very pleased to say uh, Roosters and Buddies, we've got a taste, a little, little entree for what we get this weekend at the uh, opening of Allianz Stadium. Uh, absolutely monstrous. Packed house, Roosters 26-16, fierce game. The way they attack the troll was something to behold. You don't often see that. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're kind of, there are a few big names missing on, on both sides. We're going to see different teams uh, both sides. But what we won't see is Joe Manu's key Roosters centre. Uh, He's cast uh, late in the game and he will miss, looks like, the rest of the season. So he's uh, a huge loss for the Roosters. Uh, Warriors extended their record as the team with the most blown second half double digit leads. Uh, the Warriors uh, led 26 6, uh, got rolled 27 26. So a great way to end another fine season for the Warriors there and some real strife going forward. Broncos, slim hopes of making the finals, needed to beat St George, Laura, and hope for the Raiders to lose. They could not do the first thing. Uh, big news out of that was Kevin Walters was um, widely mocked leading to the game. 
uh, Tyson Gamble, uh, the recalled 5'8", had mentioned in the podcast that oh, Walters isn't even really coach of the team. Adam Reynolds is who they'll go to, so uh, really undercut the coach there, well played by him. Uh, Cowboys thrashed an understrength penalty side, 38-8. I'm going to understrength, they were missing their third and best players. Played pretty courageous to the Panthers, including uh, the last play of the game with the uh, total on the line, total 48 and a half, score 46. Scott Drinkwater, one of the fastest players in the NRL, picked up the ball with a minute to play, uh, no one in front of him, and got run down by the reserve prop, Eddie Blacker. So, yeah, certainly not, not casting anything on uh, Scott Drinkwater, but... Um, if that was to win a bet, it was uh, sort of cost him a lifetime of mockery, that's for sure. The Knights are absolutely hopeless against the Sharks. Who, yeah, I, I can't recall seeing a team who's looked worse than a 22-point win, but the Sharks look very ordinary uh, rolling the Knights. They've got the job done, got the cover and the over on the last play of the game. So uh, God bless uh, that. And the Raiders led 42-0 halftime against the Tigers, but one try away from the biggest ever halftime lead. But uh, sharp shop in the second half took a lot of their key players off. Crawled to the line, 56 to 10. Thanks, Top Rope. Okay, let's have a quick look at the bookie wrap. So we've finished six of eight faves, five of eight covers, two of eight over totals and five of eight home teams. And for this season, 71% of faves, 52% of covers, 52% over totals and 59% for the home teams. Yeah, it uh, um, was a week for the, uh, the unders players, actually. It was the first six games of the week went uh, under the total. A couple of overs... Uh, Yes, David, certainly some of the games, like the Panthers game, throw the uh, Eels strong game, you need to forecast a little bit, but we saw a game that the Bulldogs-Seagulls game just shot shot in the second half. We saw a fair amount of rain there and and whatnot. So uh, that was the big takeaway from that. But uh, regular season done and dusted. We hit finals time now. Okay, let's have a quick look at the GGOA. So two of five. We had 11 units bet, and that did result in minus 3.9 units. But for the season... 336 and a half units bet that is a result of plus 40.16 units and that is a return of 11.93 percent you both are on fire yeah happy with the season no doubt that uh mg is uh is probably in the hot hand than i at the moment but uh uh yeah look a couple of totals there that the rain played a pretty big part in in particular the bulldogs the bulldogs seed was over it looked like it was over for all money and still at 41 points despite some uh, as I said, in the country, monsoon conditions. Uh, to be honest, I deserve what I got back in the Warriors, laying points there, minus five and a half. Uh, they, that was cruising to the line. They were up by 14 with six minutes to play. But anyway, uh, gets done. And, and the over in the Saints Broncos game never looked likely. The Dragons, though, that was not a sweat. Uh, they almost jumped close to faves there, the, the Dragons. Uh, so the four and a half was, was nice there in the... Like I mentioned earlier, 52 and a half in the ninth Sharks game hit on the last try of the game. So a little something for the punters there on Sunday. Okay, let's have a quick look at the first week of the finals. Oh, God, I can't wait. These are going to be some insane games. We'll just quickly go through them because I'm sure you're going to pack them down on Thursday with OB. But very quickly, Friday night, we've got Penrith taking on Parramatta. What an absolute showdown these will be. So that's Friday night at 7.50pm, Penrith $1.40, Parramatta $3.00, and the line is about 7.5, no over under total at the moment. What a grudge match. Yeah, two Western Sydney rivals absolutely hate each other. Eels have beaten the Panthers twice this year. Got a great record against them in recent years, the, uh, the Eels. So uh, Nathan Cleary is back for the Panthers, as are all the other starters who were arrested last week. Uh, Got to be a monster game. First of all, start, this line is to be – this is a matchup that traditionally has very few points in it. Uh, so we'll, we'll certainly be looking at 
at, at the under if this is anything north of, you know, 36 and a half, which I anticipate it will be. Uh, and, yeah, we're jumping on the plus. I'm not sure how this one's going to pan out. I think this storm might be um, all right here. So the storm are taking on Canberra on uh, Saturday at 5.40. Melbourne storm $1.40. The Canberra rate is two ninety five, and the line's 8.5 at the moment. I'm not sure how to play this game, Top Rate. Yeah, I haven't delved deep enough into it to get too excited on this one just yet. The Raiders have had a pretty good record against the Storm in Melbourne in, in, in recent years. Uh, it's going to be very much dependent on Jerome Hughes' health. That, that, if Jerome Hughes is out, this line is way too big. But I, I, I expect to play it. Probably could have played last week at a pinch if it was really necessary. Uh, I think I think the Storm are probably going to play here, but yeah, nothing confident early in the week. Okay, we'll wait till Thursday for that one. All right, now, Saturday night, Cronulla taking on North Queensland. That is 7.50pm Saturday night. Cronulla, $1.70. North Queensland, two fifteen, And the line's only two and a half at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't know that uh, the Sharks have gone as well as their, their kind of recent wins have suggested. They uh, struggle to put the balls away. They struggle to put the Knights to the sword. Uh, yeah, I, I think there might be a little value on the Cowboys. Okay, value on the Cowboys there. We're going to have to, we might thrash that out on Saturday, you and I. All right, Saturday night, 7.55 p.m. What an absolute showdown this is going to be. The Roosters take on the Rabbitohs. Roosters are $1.60. The Rabbitohs, two thirty-five, and the line, three and a half for a do or die game. No one thrashes things out with you, Nikki. It's uh, there's lineups that get slaughtered, is uh, how it usually goes. Um, now, I'm with your chooks on this one. I think uh, early thoughts are all the chooks have been playing. Maybe not better football. Football more suited to, to success in the finals is probably a better way of putting it. Uh, and they've got a way of getting under the skin of Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell. And, look, there is absolutely no doubt Latrell and Cody at their best can win you a game, can win you a finals game like that. But uh, I think they might have the mental edge here, the Roosters. I think they're, they're, they're a better team on paper across the board, so uh, leaning towards the roof, so particularly at, at Allianz. Oh, God, I can't wait to watch that with you on Saturday night. Okay, now let's have a quick look at the Premiership market. Penrith, 220, Parramatta, 7, Cronulla, 750, the Roosters, 850, the Storm, 950, North Queensland, 10, Rabbitohs, 17, and Canberra, 51. Very, very difficult. I think the Panthers are be beaten. Where I'll be looking at playing is about looking to find anywhere close to kind of, yeah, a dollar eighty of money any other team. I, mean, I don't know who's going to roll the Panthers. I think the Panthers are there to be rolled. Uh, well, Paramount Gibbons is a great opportunity this week. Great opportunity. Uh, if they can get the win this week, Paramount have a shocking finals record, though, so I'm not too much jumping into them at the price. Yeah, I know the Roosters finish outside the, the, the top four, but the Roosters from mine might be the player. Okay, the two Sydney teams for both of you. All right, punters, you need GGOA. He is having an insane season. You can get that in a little birdie TV shop. GGOA, $22 a week. The finals is about to start. Make sure you jump on that. Okay, MG, over to you because it's that time you're the outright leader. You've thrashed us. Outright leader. It's been a, <laughs> been a kick away at the top of the valley turn. <laughs> Held up well. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, we'll put up week 26 results. Unfortunately uh, for you to... Uh, I won't call you clowns, put in a good effort, but uh, just uh, <laughs> shut the gate there. Um, the total over, never in doubt, the uh, Lions uh, Tigers game. Good to see on a Monday, I was able to get a total up for the year. Um, <laughs> the Broncos, unfortunately, uh, missed there for top rope, although he did uh, change his opinion with uh, that game actually from the Monday. So it shows with his uh, his tip outs, he actually tips and George plus four and a half as a strong bet. So um, all's not lost there. And unfortunately, uh, your uh, Tigers at the three and a half 
You've uh, given up on the AFL, gone back to the NRL, I, I believe, this week. So, yeah, it's four-shot uh, four shot lead. I'm 17-9, and nine, and you two are both on 13-13. So with the weeks of run out, we'll, uh, we will get uh, – hopefully Lance Machoni will come in on uh, our grand final review show, mm-hmm. and he will uh, collect the uh, the check for his charity for Love Me, Love You. So it would be good to hear from him. He'll just explain a bit about his charity on that Monday. And, uh, yeah, it's been a good competition. We've had uh, a lot of – followers and some good uh, feedback on this one because for a Monday we have um, tipped well overall especially on the back end of the season it's been uh, it's been worth following so we will uh, we'll play out the last three weeks and uh, see if I can just uh, put a few more dollars in for uh, for the charity so top rope you lead us away for uh, you were playing for Wayside Chapel this year so uh, what have you got for us this week for the punters? The Eels at the plus, thanks, Andrew. Parramatta Eels at plus eight and a half a top rope. And Nikki, you're playing for Sids and Kids this year. What are you going? You're switching back to the NRL? Yeah, I'm going back to my to my code. Uh, Cronulla minus two and a half. So I know top rope doesn't agree with me, but that'll yeah. be fun on Saturday night to, to, put, to play it out with you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to bet a bottle of goose there. And I'll, I'll, I'll be involved with the winner, I think, there. So that'll be a good bet to have this side action. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so hopefully I can boost the balance for uh, Love Me, Love You for the last three weeks. And I'm going to throw mine behind Collingwood minus 11 and a half this week. I think uh, they'll get the job done against Frio. So we'll, we'll try and uh, finish out with three winners and get it up to uh, 20 wins for the season, put 2000 in the kitty for the uh, for the charity, be a good uh, good target to get to. So, yeah, thanks for following that this week, uh, this year. It's been uh, it's been good. So um, we'll do it again next year, whether it's for uh, different charities or not. We'll sort that out for uh, the show next year. Yeah, thanks, MJ. It's been a lot of fun. Okay, that is a wrap for this week's edition of First Look. Follow us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. Remember, the boys will be here on Thursday to cover the uh, first week of the finals for the NRL and second week for the AFL. Don't miss that because a lot will change over the week. Remember, Thursday with OB. Follow us on socials. We are Little Betty TV and we're on Twitter and Insta. Remember, all your footy betting action is at topsport.com.au. Also, check out the NFL and the tennis. We'll be here next Monday to recap our weekend. Have a great week. Bye.